When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After leaving teaching because of some serious burnout, she vowed to build the community she wished existed when she needed it most. She went from classroom teacher to an educational consultant, instructional designer, and six-figure business owner. Now, she's here to help you achieve happiness and work-life balance, whether inside or outside the classroom. Come join our discussion as we talk about managing teacher burnout, career transitions outside the classroom, starting a side hustle, and everything in between. Here's your host of the Teacher Career Coach Podcast and your new personal cheerleader, Daphne Gomez. Welcome to the Teacher Career Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Daphne Gomez. When I was leaving the classroom, I knew I just needed to get out of teaching altogether, at least for that next year. The negative headspace that I was in had me really not like acting or thinking like myself. After an entire year of extreme stress that was brought on by a really toxic work environment, I just knew that I needed a mental break for my next role. I remember preparing myself to take basically anything that paid my bills as long as I wouldn't be miserable. And I've heard from so many of you that can relate to this stress and the time constraint that's given to you with the job search, and you're starting to kind of fall into the same category. That's why in this episode, I'm going to talk all about stepping stone jobs. Now, what are stepping stone jobs? A stepping stone job is basically any job that you go into really knowing that it's not probably going to be your forever career. Maybe it's more of a step sideways than upward in your career trajectory. So maybe it's a new position that has a similar pay or benefits. It may also feel like a step backwards, depending on how long you've been in teaching. It could be potentially a pay decrease, but it might be in the industry that you want to get your foot in the door in. It could even technically be a step up in pay, but just doesn't really feel like your forever career because maybe it's not something that you feel like you want to stick with for forever. So maybe you're right now open to in-person roles when you know eventually you want to move into something that's completely remote. Maybe it's a position at a company that you love but not actually your dream position. Maybe it's a company that doesn't spark as much joy as let's say your top favorite education company, but you know that this experience can help your resume and help you get your foot in the door at any company outside of the classroom after a couple of years. So instead of thinking of stepping stone careers as being stuck or taking a step backwards, Consider this as a strategic way to prepare you for your future advancement. Now, before I get too far into this episode, I have to address this. I have definitely seen very upset posts about this exact concept on LinkedIn from teachers saying that no teachers should take anything that is not their dream job or is a pay cut or is labeled as entry level. And if you are firm on what you want, it is totally okay to skip this episode. This might not be the right message for you. 
I never want to convince anyone to stop pursuing their dreams or talk them out of applying for careers that they are certainly qualified for. I don't want you to take this episode the wrong way or start to talk yourself out of applying for dream roles right now too. Because yes, you are just as qualified as every former teacher I have ever interviewed on this podcast for the same types of roles that you are probably interested in. You are qualified for all of the roles that I share in my free career quiz on my website or on the roles that we share on our Instagram at Teacher Career Coach that teachers are landing directly from the classroom. So if you for certain are not open to other suggestions or roles, that's okay. I don't ever want to convince you to do something that you just know isn't a good fit for you. But this episode is so important for me to write for those of you that know that you're not going to be going back to teaching no matter what happens. Teachers have reached out to me who are in physically abusive work environments where they no longer feel safe or supported. School environments where they feel forced to hide who they are due to new rules and new laws being passed. Schools where parents are harassing them without any consequences, watching their every move to try and get them fired for teaching SEL or using the word equity in a history lesson. There are extreme situations where teachers are actually facing sexual harassment from students or other staff members, and there are no consequences and they are not feeling supported. Any situation where you just know you need out and you're open to anything, but you still want to work strategically towards these long-term goals. It can also just be for any teachers who are getting close to the end of the summer who are starting to be more open to make compromise. Maybe you've moved and you don't want to continue teaching any longer and you have a dream job, but you really haven't upskilled towards it. Maybe you're a younger or a newer teacher or you just don't have long-term work experience, but you really know that long-term you're looking for like a supervisor or leadership role, but you haven't really had the opportunity to build leadership in your current positions. And not to add with the ever-changing work trends and increasing competitiveness in specific roles or industries due to an influx of teachers leaving it is okay to have a plan B. It is smart to have a plan B. I've always been a really extremely cautious person. I always have a backup plan myself and I encourage you to have one as well. So this might be something that you've landed on after you've been job searching for a while and maybe you're starting to feel a little bit down if you haven't been getting any interviews or maybe you have and the hiring manager continues to say that you may need a little bit more actual corporate experience for you to land your dream role, you can begin to do the research to understand what types of careers actually can lead you up to get to that career in a three to five year time. Teaching is a forever career. It takes a lot of schooling to break into, and we're supposed to be in it for the rest of our lives. It's also a career that very much feels like your identity. It's a career that many people want to talk to you about. It's a big sense of community that you get as a teacher. This educator space is amazing, and it feels good to share your job title when you're a teacher. So the shift in mindset to putting in a lot of work towards landing a job that isn't technically going to be your forever career 
or is a job title that you feel is as impressive to share can be a challenge. My objective is just to help you open your mind to different possibilities than what may be on your radar at the current moment. And going back to those LinkedIn threads, I know how insulting it can feel to be told, don't apply for the job you want, apply for this other job that you don't want instead. After so many years of feeling disrespected by society, it is so easy to take suggestions like this personally. When you are a qualified candidate who has years of experience and is a professional, but honestly, stepping stone jobs are pretty normal, especially when it comes to people changing careers or industries. I also just want to stop you from talking down to yourself if something absolutely perfect didn't come up in the right amount of time, or if you just didn't have enough energy to work towards upskilling, but you know that you need out of the classroom as soon as possible. I also want to address here is what a stepping stone career is not. A stepping stone career is not a career that you cannot live off of. It needs to be something financially stable for your family. It can even be a higher paying salary than your teaching salary. It's also not something where you know you'll be completely miserable, something completely against your morals, or at a company that has a really bad track record of work culture. I always encourage you to continue to check Glassdoor for reviews of companies prior to applying to them. And now let's take some time to talk about how a stepping stone job can actually be really helpful in your forever career search. If you are in this extreme environment of stress, you probably are not thinking as clearly as you usually would. I personally suffer from anxiety and I can find myself in really negative thought patterns or acting very impulsively when something is stressing me out and making not so sound decisions. Just being so stressed out that I can't even move forward on a big project sometimes. I just like procrastinate and look at it. This is pretty normal. It's how our body, it's how our brains react to stress. And I know so many of you are feeling this right now. It is a big challenge to upskill while you're juggling 1,000 teacher tasks and doing this huge change in your life. This is your chance to just have a regular nine-to-five job that doesn't drain you so that you can focus on healing and wrap your brain around what you really want long term. This stepping stone job is that opportunity to take some time to recover. So if you're one of those people who just finds yourself staring at LinkedIn and refreshing it over and over again, instead of finishing a LinkedIn learning course that you can put on your resume, I've been there too. Also, quick plug here, if you do want to join LinkedIn Learning for free for a month, you can sign up at teachercareercoach.com forward slash LinkedIn Learning. But I always want to remind you that you can't do everything all at once, especially when you are struggling mentally. Another perk is to gain experience that goes on your resume and helps you with that next thing. The ideal situation is that the stepping stone career is in the department of the role that you want or collaborates with that department or just at a company that you're the most interested in. You can do either one or the other. You know, you can't really boot camp, upskill, freelance all at the exact same time. And so this is 
a chance to be really strategic about the role that you take, you can kind of do all of those things all at once. You can learn the company. You can learn about other jobs at the company. You can learn about different skills that you may need for different jobs at the company and gain experience all in these areas while you work. If you want to be in human resources, you might want to start with the recruiter coordinator position, and then you can work yourself up to recruiter and eventually work your way up to a human resources manager. Sales roles can lead to so many different directions. An SDR role could get you to an account executive role or a customer support manager role, or it can make you a sales enablement trainer and then eventually you can go from sales enablement training to different types of training in the learning and development department. If you want to work in marketing, if you are writing sales copy for different companies, you can also take a sales role to just truly understand customers and objections while you're strategically working on your portfolio of copy. You can also start as a social media marketer or a copywriter or an assessment editor, and then start applying for more marketing specific roles after a few years time. We actually have a few examples of former teachers who took these stepping stone roles and shared about them in past episodes of the podcast. So episode 64 with Brooke talks about how she took a different position and then ultimately landed her role in corporate training. And then also episode 28 with Mallory Mack talks about how she's worked at three different companies after she left teaching, all of them leveraging herself into new higher paying positions. Mallory was actually someone that I had met in one of my first positions, and she helped me get my second position outside of the classroom. I wanted to talk about this a little bit because I met so many amazing colleagues during my time at both of these at tech companies. Many of them are still at the companies, but probably 20% of them have moved on to even new companies. I can reach out to them if I ever see interesting openings and want to maybe potentially get my foot in the door at any of these places that they've moved on to. As amazing as having a large community presence can be, like if you are connecting with a lot of former teachers on LinkedIn, the best thing as far as networking goes is if you have a large community of people that truly know you, that can truly vouch for you to help you get your foot in the door somewhere. So working in this position outside of the classroom is going to be a really great way for you to demonstrate how great of an employee you are so that eventually in a couple years time, you can reach out to some of these contacts and see if they can help you in a different capacity. If you're not 100% sure if the roles that you're applying for are great stepping stone careers in the career trajectory you're trying to go, Reach out to someone in that preferred dream role and see if the roles you're applying for actually can help you. While new former teachers are great to learn from, I do always recommend looking for those with more tenure in their career, even if they're not former teachers. I always say at least three years is a good spot so that you can get advice from people who have more experience in that preferred industry. During the time that you are working in your new role, you'll be able to network with others at the company. And once again, they can help you find future jobs down the line. But in addition to this, you're going to be learning from others at your company, especially when your role works with them. 
So for example, uh, one of the companies that I worked at, I worked as an instructional designer, but I got to collaborate a lot with the marketing department, which was my actual goal for taking that position. I knew that working with the marketing department would help me learn more about video editing and graphic design. Honestly, I think that the majority of careers outside of teaching can be categorized as stepping stone jobs because there is really a huge likeliness that whatever you take, even if it is your dream position, you're going to have more opportunities for role changes or promotions in the future. There are just so many paths for growth in new industries outside of the classroom. And this can be foreign coming from this very clear path of either being like a teacher or an admin in the education space. But there are just so many more departments and non-linear career trajectories outside of teaching. One thing that is important to note that even stepping stone careers can be competitive you are still going to need to market yourself for these roles by redoing your resume and hiring managers will 100% be able to see through it if you are miserable in your interview or just sound desperate for anything. I've heard from a hiring manager that they passed up a great candidate that they knew would be completely capable of doing the job because the candidate said in the interview, Yeah, I don't really see myself doing this role. It's not really my passion, but I am taking this position because one day I want to become a customer success manager. Now, this is the exact opposite of what any hiring manager wants to hear. It sounds like you're going to quit this job in six months time. I always recommend that you focus on the positives of the role and the company. Talk about why you're truly excited about the position in front of you. Something around the lines of, I can't wait to help you with X, Y, and Z. I'd love to grow in my ability and develop skills for X, Y, and Z as it aligns with this position. And that's something that I'm really excited about doing. And I can tell that this company would be great to work for because of X, Y, and Z. I can confirm that I also had to pass on really great candidates when we were interviewing former teachers for our internal full-time positions here. The candidate that won the role was the person whose interview answers displayed that she'd be the happiest in the role where we truly needed the most help. There were other candidates that made it clear that they had other interests, and that's okay, but the way that you phrase this can raise some red flags with hiring managers that you're not really interested in actually doing the job that's in front of you, and that's clearly where they need the most help at the time. You can use this opportunity to ask what the room for growth within the company is to see if there's a clear path upward from your role, especially if you truly just love this company. If you start your stepping stone role within that company, you can plan to stay for a year or two before applying for other work. And many of the times they fill their new positions with internal candidates, meaning people at the company have a better chance of getting some of the open positions because they know the person's work ethic. And it's a lot easier to hire someone from the company than lose employees. But I do want you to anticipate wanting to stay in the role at least a year so that you have a lot of insight and experience and so that your resume displays that you stick with roles and companies for a fair amount of time. There are always going to be caveats to this, and I do not ever want you to be miserable in a role. So if you feel like you get into something and you have to leave because it's just not a good fit for you or due to a work environment issue, leave. 
There are always going to be exceptions to any examples I give. Really, truly, nothing is ever set in stone, but just a general rule of thumb is that staying in a new position for at least one or two years is going to be something that hiring managers will look at. Now, if you are applying for roles that are stepping stone positions and you're still unsure if you should accept a role in front of you, ask yourself the following questions. What is the worst that can happen if I take this position? What is the best that can happen if I take this position? Is the risk now worth the reward? What are my three to five year goals? Does this position align with those goals? What could happen if I ended up not liking it? What would be my plan B? Once again, when you are looking at the role, I want to make sure that the position that you're applying for is not something that you dread. Just knowing that it just doesn't have to be your ultimate passion either. This doesn't have to be the quote unquote coolest or top job on your list, especially if you're working your way towards your top job. But you should still be able to find passion and joy as you learn and grow in this new experience. And if your bills are paid and when you clock off, you're done, you can live your life. If you are getting all of those needs met, working towards your new goals, and your mental health is improving, that should be a huge win. There is a vertical career path that everyone really envisions, but with a career pivot coupled with a time constraint, that's going to be more challenging. A vertical trajectory may also take shape of like a downward slope, and I know how defeating that may be to hear, but it's always been my main objective to stay as honest and transparent as possible. Nothing here is black and white. I don't want to definitively say if you have 11 years in teaching, you're going to have to take a pay cut because I have shared so many stories that are the exact opposite of that. But I do want you to know that that's a possibility and it does depend on the roles you're applying for, the state that you're in and how competitive those roles are and how much you've been able to upskill and work towards those roles. So even though taking this new position might feel like going on a downward slope for a short period of time, it will still give you time for training and upskilling that's going to come with the vertical growth in long term compared to your vertical growth opportunities in teaching, which are pretty much stagnant and has a very clear path. And that is something that if you're listening to this podcast, you've decided you really don't want to pursue. I also want to take a couple of minutes to say it's okay if you didn't take a boot camp or upskill or freelance or whatever else other things that teachers are doing to get their foot in the doors at companies for other positions. You are on your own path. And if you are not able to do everything all at once, it's okay. Right now, you may be facing a roadblock. And as long as you can recognize and identify that roadblock, you're on the right path. Every part of our life is a stepping stone, and it's a lesson for us to think about and learn from. It just depends on how we treat these roadblocks. If we decide to move ahead in the same direction, if we need to pivot, or if we want to give up on the goal altogether because it's no longer a goal that serves us in this time in our lives. No one is going to make this decision for you, so it's something you have to make for yourself. And after working with thousands of teachers for the last few years helping them transition outside of the classroom, 
I've heard countless stories of people who have turned down job offers just because it was not in an education company. Even if it was the role that they really wanted their foot in the door in, and they even interviewed at the company and said that the interviewers were really nice and seemed like it would be a great place to work, but they were holding out for their dream position. Many of those teachers told me how much they regretted turning down these offers because the perfect role really didn't come up in the next two weeks or four weeks time. And then they returned to the classroom for another year and they had lost that opportunity. And there is even honestly a likeliness that once you get into a position, it might be what you want. You may think that you are wanting to take a project management job until you actually take a project management course. Or you might not think you're going to want to do sales for the long term, but you may actually find out that you are far more driven in sales than you ever imagined yourself. I've said this a thousand times, but you really aren't truly going to know what you like until you start to get your hands dirty in those roles or start to actually take courses and build things in that direction. Maybe the career title isn't something that you feel super comfortable bragging about, but once you're inside the actual position, the culture of the company or the product itself just makes you really excited to go to work every day. You may just have a job where you do somewhat of a mundane or monotonous task, but because you're not burned out and you love the people you work with, you have this new sense of community, you are better off than you ever were as a teacher because once you get done with your workload for the day, you go home and you get to explore other passions. I just don't want you to shut down any opportunities unless you are 100% certain that they are not a good fit for you. It's really never too late to take a hold of your future. No matter how late you are in your career, you can start moving in the right direction. Just know that moving in the right direction is gonna look different for many different people. So don't beat yourself up if you end up wanting to take a stepping stone job to get you in that right direction. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the very next episode of the Teacher Career Coach Podcast.